Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody out there. I hope you had a great holidays. This is 2019, and this is also the first episode of Master Race Debaters of 2019, Episode 3, Season 3. I'm Gavin Stevens, and I'm joined every week by B. Black. This week, uh, we talked about the Conservative Party, what's going on with them all over the world. Has the Overton window been uh, shifted so far, there's no coming back for them. Uh, also, we, we reviewed the movie uh, Mr. Church starring Eddie Murphy with its black tropeness, all of its black trope glory. It was pretty funny. We had a good time doing that. And then in our final segment, is this, why is this racist or is this racist? Uh, we talk about a governor in the United States who is racist as hell, but, you know, he gets a job done economically. So we debated that. So um, sit back, enjoy, have a good time. Here it is, Master Race Debate. Hey man, so what's going on with the new Conservative Party? Do you, have you been uh, Have you been watching the PCs, the Ford government? I guess, and uh, I, I guess uh, right wing, the right wing across the world. Uh, uh, right wing. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So let me ask you a question: What do you how, when you like 10, 15 years ago? Uh, you know, when you were in your 20s, how do uh, you remember the Conservative Party? Like, what was your Conservative Party? <laughs> they were the guys, and this is because I didn't get into politics a lot, mm-hmm. but, the, but they were the motherfuckers who always got us into wars. Uh, yeah, that's a, I love this question. They always got us into wars. Um, what else did I know? They were always talking about saving money, mm-hmm. but the only way they save money is by fucking over poor people. Um, uh, what else did I know about them? Yeah, that, that was big. They were they were the group who put us in wars. Oh, and they were and they loved Jesus. That's yeah, 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 yeah. See, I, I'm the same way. It was like wars. They love to fight. <laughs> they love to fight. Uh-huh. They love fucking over poor people, and they love Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> and some mild racism, like some racism that you couldn't prove. Like you couldn't. They had racism that you just. <sighs> you know, I just can't be at that party. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's funny. It's, yeah, no, racism wasn't... No, I knew racism, but I just didn't think of politics anyway. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it was... It, like, this is my point. It's like the new conservative party is like completely different than our conservative party. Like our conservative party was like... I, I've always said like, if you were rich, I can understand you being conservative. Like, right, I, I, right. like, I mean, I'm not justifying it, but I get why someone, if you're poor, it makes no fucking yeah. sense to be. But now I get if you're poor and if you're rich, if you're conservative, because there's something for both of you if you're white. Right. If you're oh, white, sure. there's something for both you. The new conservative party is like, it's all about, you know, identity politics and conspiracy theories and culture war. <laughs> like, it, it's so conspiracy theory what happened with... <laughs> Like, they, they have no real enemy now, so it's like, they've always had an enemy, I guess, but, like, now it's like SJWs are coming to get them. Like, they uh-huh. they sound like, like, they, it's like they're, to be a conservative, you have to constantly always be looking behind your back. Like, I picture conservatives washing their face in the in the bathroom and then going down to wash their face more and then standing up and then right behind them is like a feminazi like right behind them <laughs> is some feminist trying to change his video games or something you know what i mean like uh, uh, they've become like this culture war 
yeah. kind of wannabe victims people. Yo, it, it's uh, first. First, let me say uh, no disrespect to Trevor Noah. I think he's doing a great show on the Daily Show. Yeah, uh, but I miss John Stewart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John Stewart, I remember. Okay, t- was that ten years ago? But uh, he would bring me up to speed on these fucking conservative contradicting themselves. The contradiction, the ridiculousness. Um, dang, there's something you just said that. That triggered this John Stewart memory. Yeah, because like I remember Bush didn't give a fuck. Like Bush didn't care. Yes, like he didn't. I just remember going, "This motherfucker doesn't give a fuck." Oh, okay. You know what it is, my conservative? They're the groups. Okay, and and you have to give them credit. I'm uh, um, I'm gonna get kicked off your show for this one, right? You Mm. gotta. They're the group who are protecting old ideas. Well, yeah, the reactionary. They're, they're, they've that's, always that's been the reactionary. Yeah, they've always that, been that's reactionary. That's reactionary? Yeah. It's like, let's say uh, we're getting ready to legalize orgies and shit like that. They're the ones who are like, no, orgies is evil. Jesus Christ doesn't want <laughs> All men want it, but they're going to come up with a bunch of excuses. They're going to find people, uh, 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 I don't know, uh, people who are uh, strongly objected to orgies, and then they're going to get them on their side. They might be a lot of cuckoos, but whatever. But fuck it. We got to win this fight. They're willing to win at any cost. Fuck logic. Fuck reason. Uh, math. Science. Fuck you and science. They keep, moving, they keep moving the Overton window. Like, the Overton window is like every few years we keep getting more right. So then liberals have to get more right. So centrists are like, like almost like so right wing right now, right? Like, they're just so... They defend like Nazis and shit. Freedom of speech for Nazis. Yeah, exactly, it's, man. It, it's weird because like I, I like I remember them being religious and going, "Why the fuck would anyone vote for people who?" But like I've never seen politicians. I would say this: Why would politicians like talk about Jesus? Like what the fuck is going on? And now I'm like, oh, you know what? I miss the days politicians talked about Jesus. <laughs> That's, that's where I'm at. I'm like, why aren't you running with Jesus? Because now, like, okay, so during the yes. PC convention, a resolution which was discussed, this was discussed at the PC convention, from a parental rights advocate, Tanya Allen, declares gender identity as a liberal ideology. And, and, and asked what references to... She, she was asking that the references be removed from Ontario sex education curriculum. Ask how transgender identities can be liberal ideology when trans people have existed for thousands of years across many different cultures. Grace uh, Granick Allen would an- un- could not answer. She said, "I'm not an expert." She told Huffington Post Canada and PC convention. That's the other thing is like you can be an idiot now and be, you can be- <laughs> and have an have an opinion. Like you could just you can you not know. Right, right, right. Just be like, hey, fuck it, whatever. I just don't uh-huh. like them. Uh uh-huh. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you, you could be an idiot. And uh, and the sucker who plays by the rules, <laughs> like okay, am I okay? Hold on, look. Is it fair to say mm-hmm. conservatives cheat more than liberals, or is that like I'm trying to think of a cause that that liberals are strong, like strongly for and be willing to break the rules, like commit crimes for? The problem with the word liberal is that it's become the part in the pun very liberal. Like, it's like, Hello. like, cause even conservatives are liberal too now. Like, it's like, I'm like, mm. it's like the, like I said, the Overton window has shifted and people play with words and terms and change them all the time. So one day you're oh. using a word and it's like, like, look at, right. like, it's, it's just, so it's, it, it's all fucked. But yeah, it's like, I, I, I don't want to be too partisan, but like, it's, I don't understand if, if I was a conservative, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on with my party? I just... Yeah. I just want to pay less taxes and, and you know. And have you seen uh, the newsroom? HBO's the newsroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Okay. Oh, 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 the, oh, when he makes that speech about how America isn't that great anymore. Yeah, but 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 it's not just that part. Okay, so the guy, the the main actor, or one of the uh, what's the word? Jeff Bridges. Is that his name? Yeah, Jeff I think so. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, dumb yeah. and dumb guy. Yeah. So he plays Will McAvoy, and he's the news anchor. For um um you know the the uh, news station right yeah yeah but in there he plays his character is actually a registered Republican uh, oh, that's okay? right yeah that's that's why it makes it so beautiful like it, it may, I think that's why we enjoyed the show is because he was a Republican but he was tired he hated the fact of the direction his party was going into like you know look uh fiscal responsibility uh like the principles of 
conservative. Like, shit, we understand, right? Yeah. And he's like, yo, uh, I just can't down with this group because now I got to believe in shit like um, uh, gay people are evil. Climate change is caused by a gay marriage. You know, like, I got to believe. In order for me to be a conservative, I got to believe the bullshit. And I'm not down with that. Like, yeah. he's the one Republican with principles. Yeah, so, but, so but is it principles? Because, like... Like it's team politics now. It's like tribalism. Like, cause like Trump, yes. who who he is when he says like, well, I can't be down with like people denying climate change. Is like he's a rarity. Like he's a ra- people will deny exactly. shit like crazy just to stay on their fucking team, and they will back yeah. that. Sh- that's why everyone's. That's why people are more engaged with like, oh, the, uh, the university kids are are censoring teachers and. That's why they're more interested in culture war than actual real policies. Because real policies, you have to take a stance and go, well, I'm either a fucking asshole or I'm not. Like, if, if you want health care, like, how do you not want free health care? So, you have, you get, they get bogged down in, in, in defending, like, fucking horseshit arguments. Like, like a guy just, I said on Facebook, I just got, this guy got to say how feminism is hindering free speech. And I'm like, please tell me how. Because I think uh-huh. when you when when you're gonna tell me it's gonna be like a Medea movie. I think your explanation <laughs> is gonna be like fucking a Tyler Perry movie of an explanation. <laughs> Medea hates feminism. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I, I was gonna say no no disrespect to Tyler Perry, but ah fuck that guy. <laughs> Here's the thing Sorry. too. Here's the thing. What we're getting into is now we're dealing with nationalism. Like the conservatives are using the word nationalism, and conservatives it, it, to your point they become more united they are more united than liberals they will wow. like, they're around wow. but look around the world look at look at um look at uh brazil and hungary and united states yeah. and canada and england they all have yeah. the same fucking talking points they're all yeah. nationalists now the uh, nationalism is a uh, just just for our listeners nationalism is a political and social economic ideology and movement Characterized by the promotion of interests of a particular nation, especially with the aim of gaining and maintaining nation's sovereignty, uh, self-governance over its homeland. So, when you got a whole bunch of white dudes who are nationalists, uh-huh. you got white nationalism, right? And it's not just like everyone's like Trump is it said he's nationalist, but even our former prime minister Stephen Harper. In an interview with the national, uh, with the national, a news site based out of the United Arab Emirates, Stephen Harper defended Donald Trump's stance on nationalism, saying, "I don't think you can fault Trump for supporting it." Harper then defended criticism that the right-wing nationalist movement around the world are racist and intolerant. And he said, "Is there in, there is is there some anger? Is there some demagoguery uh-huh. in some of the populist movements? Yes, but traditional movements are not immune from that." <laughs> He's saying, "Hey, yeah, there's racism and 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 uh-huh. yes, yes, hate crimes are on the rise, but it's uh-huh. eggs uh-huh. and omelets, <laughs> eggs and omelets." Um, when you brought up nationalism, I was thinking of a a, a clip, a stand up clip by Doug Stan- Stanhope. Is that his name? Stanhope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I know that clip. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, 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 so, so I'm not giving up on all white dudes. Oh, uh, because he gets it. I don't. I don't think it's a white dude thing, but I just. I, I think like like. I mean, if you watch Black Panther, that's nationalism, right? That's just, what? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> don't be talking bad about the black man. Oh, okay, like the Nation of Islam, black nationalism. Well, I mean, like, it black is. Nation. It's black. Okay. Na- it's like it's the Black Panther didn't want any in, it put people in. They didn't want to help uh, refugees and shit like that. That's nationalism, right? At the end of the movie, they turn away from nationalism. Everyone, I mean, that's why everyone sides with Killmonger in that movie because he makes fucking sense, right? Holy Kill, shit. Killmonger is a fucking victim of nationalism. Shit, you're making me a bad guy here because I used to be on the nationalist tip, black nationalist tip. You know, Who hasn't that. been? Nationalism is like something you deal with when you're in your 20s, not when you're fucking old ass Stephen Harper. <laughs> it's like you, at some point you're like, hey, fuck it, you're right. We gotta, we, 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 we it's good. It's tribalism team sports at Jeez, best. Yo, hey, do you think Crips and Bloods have these kind of debates with each other? Like, you fuck, it's, you, you, you bloods, man, shit. They're you're literally doing. They're literally. They don't believe in science. They're <laughs> literally doing the same thing. They're they're like they're 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 keeping their resources to themselves. <laughs> And they're oppressing exp- women and shit and fuck. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of debate these guys want? But the yeah. key word is it's gotten into tribalism. And 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 reason I bring this up, well, the way I see it so clearly, because I follow conservative 
websites or um, or subreddits. Yeah. Because I'm trying to find a pattern and see common grounds, and it, and it's gotten to a point like, no, we don't want common grounds. We want to be on this side, and we want you guys to be on the other side. Yeah. And everything you say, every time. You're pissed off, that's a win for us. Yeah. Every time you're mad, that's anytime you're happy, that's a loss for us. Like that's we've gotten to that point right now. Like apparently apparently with um with with like nationalism, uh it it's it, it's just, you know, it's gateway to fascism. And fascism comes from mm. in a in during a time when people feel they're in pain, they feel ostracized and you know, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. Uh, and you know we're seeing fourteen thousand jobs being taken away in Oshawa this week uh-huh. at the GM plant. They closed down, and people, you know, people are blaming Ford. I don't know if you can necessarily blame him for this, but it's going to be a rise. There's going to be more, uh, uh, more average people pushing towards fascism because of stuff like that. Because of stuff like that. Here, yeah. Here's the thing, right? This is the, I, my sister is visiting. She's she's got her PhD in women's studies. She's visiting, and she dropped. She was talking about um, how the person that's going to uh, defeat Trump has to be a white male. It can't be. It can't. That? Yeah, it, it, yeah it, I see it. It can't be a black person. It can't be a woman. It can't be a minority. It can't be. Yeah. It's got to be a white man. And yeah. and. I kind of believe that. I, I really think, yeah. like, like when I look at stuff like, you know, how the media just realized that Trump is a white nationalist, and not all of them, uh-huh. or how they uh-huh. realize that he's a white supremacist. Like, we've been telling them for years. They don't listen to us. It has to be a white man to do this. So, yeah. in yeah. that spirit, uh-huh. what kind of white man would you choose, like, to be your savior? Who would be your... who If you had three choices... Hilarious. Too, too fucking. Hilarious, yo. Give me a shout out to, to shout out to uh, Gavin on this one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I see where this is. I love it. it I fucking it, love it. It's a, can it, I tell about your the homework assignment you just gave me? Yeah, it's, it's living or dead. Yeah, go ahead. You can tell. You get living or dead, fictional or not. You. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fictional lot. He had me research, and I loved it. I I, I got excited. Um, uh, I hate homeworks, but this one is this is I actually like. So he asked me find three white saviors. He didn't ask me for what. He just said find three people living or dead or fictitious. Right? Fictitious counts. Yeah, it, it all counts. That you could that you would use. Uh, you would qualify as a white savior. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. What, what do we start? Okay, Go okay, ahead. Right, like, you do your three. We got five minutes. We're just under five, so okay. let's let's do it. Okay, so uh, fuck up his name. Beto O'Rourke? Beto O'Rourke? Beto, yeah, Beto. Okay, yeah. He's, Beto he, O'Rourke. He's a good one. He's, uh, yeah, people compared him to Abe. When he lost that election, mm-hmm. they said, well, Abe Lincoln lost this state election before he became president. Yep. So, you know what I mean? I think so that's Obama. the white man. What's that? So did Obama. Obama. Yeah, he won- lost his first one, right? Ain't that a bitch? Okay, well, you know, he's not white. All right, okay. Uh, the second one, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Dr. King Schultz. Okay, who's Dr. King Schultz? Okay, he's the white guy, white savior guy in Django Unchained. Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. Yes. Okay, okay yeah. Played, oh, I would love him. By, by, by play by Christoph Waltz. And what I like about him, I think he symbolizes who white people were before slavery. Okay. Before they implemented. I think that's what he, he was like the ideal yeah. European. Cause you know, he, 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 he hated slavery. I, I was going to use a big word. Loathe, Harvard, Harvard, whatever. He loathed slavery. 
and, and it bothered him. So Dr. King Schultz, yeah, and stuff like that. And the last but not least, are you ready? Yep. You bracing yourself? Nope. White Jesus. <laughs> Blum white Jesus. <laughs> you emphasize that H too. White <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What? Stop. This is a this is a, I feel like I should be playing a Kirk Franklin song right now. Uh, Jesus! I don't know. <laughs> But I'd be fucked up. I want to see Jesus take our side against racists. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's hear both sides of the story. What the fuck, Jesus? <laughs> you can't hear me. The guy just called me nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> both sides, both sides. <laughs> devil, let Jesus play the devil, the advocate, just once. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. Okay, here's my, here's my white savers. J.J. Abrams. Because J.J. Abrams could, like, you know how many white guys... Most a lot of these white guys love Star Wars and are upset with the latest Star Wars. So I just think like just giving them a chance to like air their grievances and JJ Abrams like, hey, I'm listening. They, <laughs> it would calm them down and allow them to be like, vote. Okay, fine, we'll vote for you, JJ. <laughs> In that same spirit of pop culture, I'm gonna go with any like car or vehicle from like an '80s TV show, like uh, Knight Rider, especially because I, I, again with pop culture, but I also feel like. Make America Great Again is a slogan that best describes, like, Knight Rider. It's like, you they have this fond memory of a thing in the past that doesn't exist, right? Like, uh-huh. like when you hear Make America Great Again, it's like, it wasn't, it was, like, great for two years. Like, you had, J, you had, what's his name, FDR, for two years, that's it. But for most of it, it's like, you, they act like, oh, if I was at a bar, all I could do is, like, just call my car on my watch back in the 80s. He would, he would show up. Hold, hold, hold on a second. When you say Knight Rider, you talking about Kip? Yeah, Kip. I mean, a, a, any car, like Dukes of Hazard car, anything that makes oh, that okay. nostalgia. Oh, you about the driver, No, no, man. no. You know, you, okay, sorry. I know it's not a white man, but you, a white guy comes with the car. Let's just say that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, and my last guy is Jeremy Corbyn, Bernie Sanders, and, and Jack Layton, and Pierre Trudeau, but oh, wow. the, the older one, the original one, but in the okay. body of Jason Statham. Uh, wow! Yes. Genius. Because Chuds Genius. love like yes. toxic yes. masculinity, so you have the guy yes. from The Expendables spewing yes. that fucking shit. Well, people yes. love it. Yes, yes, and with five chicks beside behind him, hot chicks too. Exactly. Got to be hot. You got to be. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. And he's like, he's flexing his pecs while he's doing his you know state I mean? of the union address, uh, and he's doing this talk. I'm, I'm the president of the United States. Oh fuck, people. <laughs> that's how we fight it. <laughs> we solved it. We, we fucking solved it. We did solve Check, it. Check, please. All right, this is our second second kick at the can. Well, second uh, uh, th- third episode. I'm so bad at this, and we're doing uh, we're doing uh, we're doing another tropes. I haven't thought of a name now, but it's basically uh-huh. we're gonna review movies that have some racial racially charged tropes in them. Basically, a trope is like something you see over and over again. It's kind of a stereotype for movies or books or literature in art. Hey. I like what you said earlier. Um, explains racism to white people. Racist to white people. Well, yeah, but, yeah. These movies are, are basically designed as 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 racism movies for white people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not yeah. so bad, white people. That's what these movies. <laughs> we're, the, and and you want to do a prayer for uh, for this movie, the movie that we we reviewed, which uh, I didn't pay for this time, but you did. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, fuck, snitch me out like that, yeah, man. Well, fuck. whatever. You're supposed to be. Technically <laughs> I'm on probation sound. from the Hilltop Group, man. What the fuck, bro? So, so anyway, <laughs> we're gonna have to raise a fund for you. We're gonna have to get a Patreon <laughs> for you to rent movies. So, <laughs> you're just gonna have to go back to the VHS store. You start going to that shit. So, this week's movie is Mr. Church, starring uh, starring Eddie Murphy as the titular Mr. Church. It, Mr. Oh, Church yeah. is a 2016. America drama film directed by Bruce Braceford and written by Susan McMartin. The film stars Eddie Murphy as the title character with Britt Robertson, Xavier Samuel, Lucy Fry, Christian Madison, and Natasha McKellen. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce her name. The movie is based on the short story The Cook Who Came to Live With Us, written by McMartin. The film centers around a uh, cook who becomes a care- caretaker and father figure to, the three, to three generations of women over the years. 
The film debuted on April 22nd, 2016 at the Tribeca Film Festival and was released on September 16th, 2016, right after Charlottesville, by Sinaloo Releasing and Freestyle Releasing. Uh, okay, this movie is like Magical Negro Trope. Just to, for, for those who don't know the Magical Negro Trope, it is a, a trope created by uh, white people. This is... This is <laughs> not us! <laughs> the character is typically, but not always, in some way or outwardly or inwardly disabled, either by discrimination, disability, or social constraint. The Negro is often a janitor or prisoner. The character often has no past, but simply appears one day to help the white protagonist. He is uh, he or she usually has some sort of magical power, power, rather vaguely defined, but not the sort of thing one typically encounters. The character is patient and wise, and often dispensing various words of wisdom, and is closer to the earth. The character will also do almost anything, including sacrificing him or herself to save the white protagonist. As an example in the in the movie *The Defiant Ones*, in which Sidney Poitier plays a typical magical Negro. <laughs> Check. Check, All right, so let's uh, let's uh, let's 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 break this movie down. So basically, okay. Eddie Murphy is like the 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 the, the, the I guess um, the main character, uh, Natasha. Well, not the main character, but uh, uh, Brett Robertson plays Charlie, Charlotte Brooks, and her mother Marie Brooks is Natasha McKellen. Uh, Eddie Murphy is Mr. Church. So. Maria uh, Brooks is the lady from Californication, and oh, I didn't even know that she, uh, she, <laughs> she. Her name is Marie Brooks, and she's dying of cancer, but we don't know that, or we find out. Uh, and right. Charlie is her daughter. Mr. Brooks suddenly shows up out of the blue and starts cooking blue. for them because she's supposed to die in six months from cancer. Right, right, right. And I like how the daughter, like, it, it, it's a surprise to everyone in the audience because the daughter's like, "Mom, there's a black man cooking in, in the our kitchen. kitchen." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's how those things work. And <laughs> so he shows up, he starts cooking. She, she, uh, and it's a mysterious benefactor, someone who's apparently Charlie's father, but we never meet him, uh, right. who's paying for this. And if he, uh-huh. and if Mr. if Mr. Church cooks for the six, full six months, he gets a full lifetime of salary. Right. And plus all expenses are paid for this woman and everything. Anyway, long story short, she lives for six years and Mr. Church stays on and blah, blah, blah. Eventually, the the mother dies. Mr. Church becomes, you know, a loyal family friend. Yep. Uh, he only blows up on, on on the daughter once when she's like, "Hey, where are you going? What do you do after this?" He's like, oh, "My own my goddamn business." <laughs> what I do during my nine to five with you people is your business, but outside of it is my business. Which I thought would be interesting to for the trope, right? But they didn't go in that direction. So, right. so then eventually she goes to uh, Charlie grows up and she goes to she also has an alcoholic friend who also I don't know why. And she has all these friends who are just kind of degenerates. And uh, so she grows up, she goes to college and she gets pregnant and she comes back and lives with Mr. Church. Uh, he, she soon finds out Mr. Church goes to a club called uh, uh, Jellies. Jellies and he goes Jellies. every every night or every Wednesday night, and he plays. Right. We don't know he plays piano, but he comes home drunk and he starts screaming about his dad. He's like, but he's, he's talking to his dad. Yeah, and she gets kicked out of the house because he catches her him drunk, and she's like, man, you're and then she uh-huh. she gets. Oh hit. no, he comes home drunk one yeah. day, and he's in her his room. Yeah, and uh, I love that scene. She goes, I just want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's oh yeah, she was snooping through his room. Right, he was she was snooping through his room, and then she and, kicks him out. Hey, hey, the 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 reason for her the, the agreement. Okay, you can stop my place provided you respect my privacy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 sorry, I forgot to add that. that. Yeah, you have to respect his privacy. That's the whole yeah. thing. So then, so then uh, I, she gets she get, she has this baby. She gets hit by a skateboarder. The alcoholic kid drives her to the uh-huh. to the hospital, uh-huh. and then you know the Mister Church shows up, and then he's back in her life, and they. They have the baby and blah, blah, blah. Things happen like, you know, minor things happen like the alcoholic guy becomes suddenly not alcoholic anymore, which is a magical thing in this movie. Hey, the magical alcoholic guy. Yeah. And then, you know, so eventually Mr. Church starts getting a cough. Whoa, what's happening? He dies. And then uh, well, while he's dying, she magically gets all his powers because Mr. Church can do anything. Uh-huh. He, but he chose to cook. That's like the that's the framing of the movie. That's the whole. Uh-huh. That's the catch line. Also, it's based on a true friendship, not a true story, right. a true friendship. Yeah. 
So yeah. he, you know, she starts doing his, like, all of a sudden she can play piano. Mr. Church taught himself. She just yeah. teaches herself to play piano. And then he right. dies. And then you find out, like, one little thing about Mr. Church's past that he used to play piano at Jelly's. Uh-huh. And then, you know, she starts writing this book, which turns into this magical screenplay about her her faithful Negro cook. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a hard plot to get through. But yes, oh, go ahead, God, man. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 the word they use is unique friendship. It starts at the beginning, story yeah. about a unique friendship, something, yaddy, something like that. Um, uh, and, and, and remember, the white girl... Um, is it protagonist? Yeah, 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 yeah. The white girl protagonist gets upset at her best friend for referring to him as just a cook. Just a cook. Well, <laughs> it can be also like it's like oh, because that's that moment like when we reviewed the Blind Side. It's that moment when the the white person realizes that the one black person they know is actually a human. Because this this, right. this little bitch the whole t- <laughs> the whole time she's like she's like making she's talking about oh how uh, how bad alcoholics are and how shitty they are and he's like oh well you never know what what he, the kind of lives these people have and blah 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 but she's surrounded by alcoholics and people dying and she she's like a she's a she's an asshole like her whole childhood like a spoiled she gets to go to a private school her mom's right. she, her mom tries to keep the hiding she has a, her own chef. And she's yeah. fucking mad about the whole goddamn thing. Right, right, right. Hey, okay, it did touch on the theme of death, which that part made me uncomfortable, and that's just this not unrelated to the whole magical Negro theme. Yeah. But just the concept of death, I'm, I just realized that uh, it's, a, it's an iffy topic for me. So, cause, <laughs> and even for the character, too, because she's like, uh, her mom's dying, and that's fucking with her head. And why is this guy? Damn nigger in our house, you know what well, I mean? So, well, like, she didn't know her mom was dying at the time. It fucked with her head. Like they, they blame the death of her mom for the reason why she gets pregnant. Like that, the one time she has sex at school, yes. she gets, yeah, yeah, she yeah. gets, she, you know, she gets knocked up. My, my yeah, problem yeah. with the death thing is that it was overdone. It's like, every, every, like this is this movie should have been called "Don't Lie Down, You're Gonna Die." <laughs> every time someone went to sleep, they were fucking dead. Like, like, it's just so much dying. Like, like you, you're not supposed to do that beat twice in a movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just, fuck. Seriously, eh? Jesus Christ. As soon as he had the cough, I was like, are you fucking serious? Uh, this, this magical Negro uh-huh. solved the alcoholism. Uh-huh. He solved alcohol. He, he was an alcoholic and he uh-huh. just stopped. And he just stopped. He just stopped away. being an alcoholic. Like, this is the yeah. thing. Like, he... I don't even know why they called it Mr. Church because he was just the background character. Like, like I like the point, the moment when she was like, um, when he was like, he got mad at her for invading the privacy. I thought it was gonna be like, oh, we're gonna get into some like Tanahisi coat shit, like you know where you right. like you're talking yeah. like you don't own my body, like how white people yeah. think they own bodies. Yeah, it yeah, didn't yeah, touch yeah. that at all. <laughs> no, not at all, man. Yeah. No, there was a lot. Of, okay, you watch this movie. Uh, I, I feel like I apologize for the people who like this movie. You know what I mean? I, I get the. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert! <laughs> seen it. Oh but, yeah, uh, oh yeah. All these reviews are spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah. Big deal. All right, so um, we should call it spoiler alert. That's what we're gonna call this segment. Spoiler. There alert. we go. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler on your favorite. On your yeah, favorite you black, black movie. <laughs> Just dead. Sorry. Well said. Okay, so to me, this shit was pure suspense. Uh, I, I couldn't calm down. I, no, I did not smoke weed uh, for this movie, right? So it was driving me nuts. It was like, uh, okay, I'm not going to get into the, you know, like, to whatever. But the suspense was driving me nuts, and I couldn't stop myself. Okay, is he a bad guy? Is he going to do this? Is he going to rob them? Is he? <laughs> is, there, that, uh, is, is the clan going to burn the house? Is the cop going to come in? Every possible thing. Like, I went, you know, uh, uh, is he going to end up in, like, you know, uh, the mom dies, and the cop thinks she did it, and the rest of the movie is her in jail saying, the world might hate you. Yeah, he, he dies on the chair. I was expecting a bad ending. I guess that's what I'm getting you, at. Well, technically, it, it was like Old Yeller, in a way. Oh. It's different. Than, it, it was a very, it, it's a very boring movie, because you know exactly what's happening next. Like, hey, man. He, paid, he paid out of his own money. He paid for her to go to school. That's how magical this Negro is. He yep, could do yep. everything. He could do yep. anything. And, 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 and that's the thing is like he had like her problems got solved like within like, I don't know, every three seconds her problem. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over She had a kid that part like the, she she got pregnant and they were like, "Oh, go back to school." And it wasn't even like talked about. Mr. Church never brought it up. And it's like, "Well, mm-hmm. maybe bring it up in the movie that's about drama." Like, I don't know. <laughs> Just like Mr. Church never dealt with it. Exactly. It's like, well, then this is not a movie if you don't have conflict. And then, like every every problem she had, she he was it was solved. And Mr. Church only had one problem: he had Uh alcoholism and apparently father issues. But we didn't hear any. Like it didn't matter. Nothing. Like nothing. We didn't know anything about him. And it was like Uh that's how we like our black people. And yep. And I'm not saying like taking care of. You know, being a cook or being, you know, a, a, a nanny or something is, is a demeaning job. I don't mean that at all, but it was just, it's this, it, it's, I, I could see as a white person writing this movie, because the writer is the one that had this life or had this magical yeah. friendship. I could, uh-huh. I could see this, like, her perspective in as the character in the movie and the writer. I'm like, oh yeah, of course you wrote this. Because uh, yeah. this character, it does not, it just doesn't, he does everything. Like, it's yeah. written from the perspective of a child. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, we're, like yeah, 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 you, yeah. you ever do this? Like, sometimes I'll like, uh, I'll be watching porn and I'll, and, uh-huh. and I'll see the, 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 some, like the actress and I'm like, oh, she's someone's daughter. Bro, she's oh, she's a human too, being, eh? right? Like you've, you've got to that too, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's she's a human uh, being. She's a human being, and it's like yeah. only uh, a child can look at someone and continue this, yeah, the, to write a story where it's like, oh, this is oh, he was an alcoholic, so I, I put the matches away, and then one day I forgot to put the matches away, and then uh-huh. he stopped drinking. Uh, he stopped drinking. The matches yeah. reference is that he used to come home from this club every Wednesday uh-huh. and, and Saturday, right? He uh-huh. he would get really drunk, you know, he'd yes. scream and yell at his parents, yes. and then one day he fell down and she had to help him, and uh-huh. he, he he became like Donkey Eddie Murphy when he gets drunk uh, <laughs> <laughs> from Shrek. He becomes, he becomes Shrek Donkey, and then uh-huh. so she puts him to sleep, but he. Whenever he came home, she would hide the matches, matches, uh-huh. a book of matches that he would bring, so he forget that he was there, so he wouldn't feel uh-huh. embarrassed. But this time, she forgot, and then it was never mentioned, and then that problem was solved. That problem was solved. It's right. alcoholism. He has a lifetime of alcoholism and parental uh-huh. abuse, and and also like there was no men, there's no talk of racism at all. There's no issue of that. Yeah, yeah. No usage of the n word. Yeah, nothing. No, uh, no. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the the screenwriter mentions that you know he could have easily been a white character because she took offense to people um using calling the magical trope to it. Yeah, she goes, it burns my, it burns my, uh, my, my blood. Uh, she goes. Uh, there's, there was no relation to race. That's the. That's exactly it. She goes. There was no mention of race. To me, this is just a story about my unique friendship with my boy. I mean, my cook. I mean, my friend, uh, Mr. Church. <laughs> my uh, my German Shepherd. I mean, my. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's you see. You see how she's like right fragility. She gets mad she... and she can't look at this guy and go, "Well, he must have dealt with some shit." Like you can't. You can't even by proxy. I thought she at some point in the movie I'm like oh she's gonna work with alcoholics or she's gonna work in that kind of a system so right that's what I thought was gonna happen I was like oh this oh she just learned how to make fucking mashed potatoes (laughs) that's it yo you know okay what this movie made me think of and I remember I remember I mentioned this yo they're gonna hang us for the next thing we're about to say right (laughs) I said this movie could have easily been about uh, a white girl and her favorite slave yep Right, and the bond she had between the slaves. Let's ignore the fact that her dad was uh, shipped away to a new family. Yeah. Her mom was raped. Let's ignore uh, of the fact that her her last name is uh, African sounding, but now it's Smith mm-hmm. and shit like that. All that gets ignored. No, the only thing that matters is how much this slave was good to her. Yeah, I, and, and the reason, and you added, yeah, man, movie was about a pet. I know you don't talk like that. <laughs> well, because <laughs> it, you go a pet, because even a pet, like, like at least there's like you see some sort of fucking 
I guess an, an, anthropomorphizing in it. The, the uh, he, he was very much an object, like because uh-huh, yeah. in, in portraying in the movie, like I believe the movie is true from her perspective. Exactly. I believe it's a true yes. movie from her perspective. It's yes. like that's yeah. Yeah. that's and I and I and I think the black his blackness him being a black male has uh-huh. no effect on her looking at race relations. Even because your comment in the article how she was like she got mad about people saying the trope she didn't go huh I didn't she she had a white fragility moment where it's like how dare you say that shit how dare you say that shit (laughs) this uh I don't I don't know about you okay like for for me another thing made me think of is how when I was uh when I went to um, high school Mm -hmm. okay. I made sure that I went to the blackest high school that I could find. Yeah. For some reason, I needed to be around black people. It was very important to me. Yeah. And once that happened, I started to break away from stunning my wife. I did not want to. We were actually friends. We were like buddies. We kicked it and everything like that. But they didn't understand that part of me that needed to connect with my with people who understood me. You know, who knew what it meant to get beaten by your parents mm-hmm. or or Creole. You know, it, I I just needed that bond, right? Yeah. And because they couldn't understand that, we broke away. Now to them, it looked like yo B went racist on us, <laughs> or he he whatever. But but it it made me analyze about or question our friendship. The fact that. There's a part of me I kept closed around you because you wouldn't understand. I I tried to open up about it, but it made you feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Well, so, it's 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 your humanity, right? Because it's it, it, exactly that makes you around. This is the thing why I love about Tupac, right? What people don't understand about Tupac, he he was a criminal. But he was also a poet. He was also an actor. Yes. He was also very intelligent. Yes. But he was also yes. a thug. Yes, he yes. he's the perfect representation for that. Uh-huh. He's he's a well-rounded human being. He's he flawed, right? He's, he was a feminist and a misogynist, right? So he was flawed, yes. But he and 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 for that time, I mean, like I don't agree with a lot of shit, but at time at that, especially at the time, it showed that uh, uh, the humanity of a black man, right, right? That that's what I like about Tupac and this the, yes. this movie. And like, don't get me wrong, Eddie Murphy's a genius. You can fucking. It, like that's the thing is like Eddie Murphy is like coming to America and and yes. and boomerang and and we ain't taking any of that away from him. No, they, like love you, Eddie, those man. those movies are like groundbreaking. Even though you know Eddie, uh, coming to America has the Jezebel trope in it, it's still these are groundbreaking goddamn movies, right? Like they're black right. romantic movies that like. Okay, so we're, we're we're almost near the end. What what what's your top favorite top eight in this movie? <laughs> okay, we're going to know. okay, this this is irrelevant. Uh, the reference to Alexander Dumas was on my like list. It doesn't matter. Shout out to him. Okay. Uh, the book in that. Yeah. 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 Uh, three Musketeers. With a black man. With a motherfucking black man. But the still, white still white people, shit, people so. on the cover. <laughs> you still white people on the cover. I'm going to say this, but Eddie Murphy's acting. Yes. Um, that, that look on his face when, when his mom dies. Like the bus stop. This is this is your hate, or this is when you're. you're... This is like like like. Okay, well, you only need you know, one like, one hate. We don't want to. We don't have a lot of time. Oh, see, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. Hey, okay, I tell you what. Uh, uh, like. Oh wait, what the fuck? That oh, that it ended. <laughs> the end. Okay. I remember. Okay, and hate the ending. Yeah. So I love that the movie was was done. I'm like, oh, thank God when I saw the credits. Yeah. Fuck. And then and I hated the ending. Like, who was. I think he, the reason why he was so helpful is because maybe uh, his baby daddy was gay and he loved them. Yeah. And that's why he took care of the family. Like, it, there's no explanation to his motivation. No. To why he helped out the family to it. You know what I mean? All right. Let me, Same let way. me, let me. I, I liked Eddie Murphy's acting. I always enjoy yeah, Eddie Murphy's acting. Yeah, uh, I hated that this movie was boring because even even the yeah. Blind Side I That's made me angry. Yes. Like there was yes. some motion. This movie was yes. just like, oh, this is fucking stupid and well, boring. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's yeah. what I hated the most about this movie is it was boring. And I didn't yes. like the main character. I didn't like that Charlie and and that Poppy thing when she anyway. See the don't see this movie. We saw it. So how many <laughs> how many fingers are you gonna get this? How many? How one many? And a half how many figure. magical Negroes are you giving this movie? Oh, you going to magical Negroes? I'm trying to say I, I I hate it like one and a half, one and a okay, half. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a one, uh, probably half. One yeah, one one uh, magical Negro. 
Hey, I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. If you are, do me a favor. Go to iTunes right now. Leave a comment. Leave a rating. It'll help us out so much. Hey, also, if you want to follow us on social media, that'd be great. You can follow us on Twitter at MRD Podcast, on Facebook at Master Race Debaters, and on Instagram at MRD Podcast. We're also on YouTube. If you got uh, comments and suggestions or just want to drop us and say, hey, fuck you guys, you can email us at masterrdpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, we'll take your emails. We'll respond. Trust me. We got nothing better to do. Anyway, here we go. Without further ado, me and B. Black getting back into it. This is a good team. This is Governor Paul Richard LePage. I would like to talk to you about your comments about my being a racist. And you... I want to talk to you. You want, I want you to prove that I'm a racist. I've spent my life helping black people, and you little son of a bitch, socialist. You, I need you to, this freaking, I want you to record this and make it public because I am after you. Thank you. Good old Paul Richard Lepage. Lepage. He's, uh, he, he's the, I'll, I'll just, I'll, he's the governor of Maine. Correct. Paul LePage. And yeah. he's, uh, that was his voicemail that we just listened to because uh, yeah. he was just accused of being racist, which, you know, that's a normal way to act. <laughs> that's a common normal. If, if you're not racist, uh-huh. that's a common normal way. By the way, just, just so our listeners know, racism isn't a person. I mean, like, it, it, racism, like when you think of the Klan, that's just the uh-huh. racism leaning in. That's all that is. Uh-huh. Racism is an action. So because a lot of a lot of people think of racism as like a binary thing, like good and bad. Yes. And so they yeah. think most people aren't bad. Therefore, yeah. racism isn't a huge problem. Correct. But you can be you can have racist actions without yes. intent. You don't have to have intent. The yes. racism does not require intent. Correct. That's all I had to put out there. So just so you know, Correct. you can be ra- you can do racist things because it's the same. It's the same results. The uh-huh. same pain. You can do racist things without intent. You don't have to be a racist person to do have racist actions. Although well, you can be a racist person, and you can lean into that, and we've seen people lean into it. He yeah. is one of those who doesn't know he's leaning in. He's the, the word they use out of he's a straight shooter. He's like uh, Paula Page, a straight shooter. Yes, he's uh, he doesn't he doesn't watch like the, the the there's actually a whole article about how this guy's good at his job, but his mouth keeps getting him in trouble. Paul, Paul LePage was saying whatever he wanted before that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So that's, he's, uh, uh, I want to throw in that, you know, this is an educated man. He, uh, I was actually reading his, a bit of his biography, and the magical Negro in me kicked in and f- started to feel sorry for the guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, his, his, like, you know, he, he's gone through hard times. Like, you know, he, 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 um, uh, st- uh, started from the bottom that we hear, you know, like it, it's an impressive story for him to be, yeah, uh, the successful politician in America. Like, yo, oh, shit, I, holy shit, at some point, I want to compare him to Ted Cruz, but that's another story. So, but- he, he, the, they're, they're calling him successful because, uh, according to the New York Times, Maine was hemorrhaging, uh, in their in, with, the, with their deficit, they were hemorrhaging money. And he's has a surplus. He's given them in the last couple of years a surplus of 176 million, right? 176 million. That's right. That's right. So, um, so what happened was you sent me this video of him. He, like you said, he's a straight shooter. He's one of those. He doesn't pull his punches, you know, like <laughs> narcissists love people that tell it like it is, unless it's <laughs> against Christians. He tells it like it is, which, by the way, this is off topic, but I, I went Christmas shopping today and the confusion in stores for me because I'm brown with a beard. Like, I, so they think I'm like, I get a lot of Muslim. I get a lot of Muslim hate, which I can feel it. And I know it's Muslim hate, <laughs> not black hate. It, it's so weird how I know it's Muslim hate. I'll get Muslim hate from white women so much. <laughs> like, like on the plane too, Jesus. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, but I know it's not black; it's Muslim. Uh, and, right. and but like t- today, I didn't get any of that. But I did get people like, oh, duh. happy holidays. <laughs> like or, or they don't say shit, or they won't say. I'm like, I get it. It's like it's like shaking a hand of someone with no hand. You know what I mean? You're like, right. oh, yeah, I gotta yeah. act normal, but I don't wanna. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So he, he he. This is his. Uh, this is this is what he said as a straight shooter. Some of the things that we have done 
Number one, I got a bill into the legislature right now to take the traffickers. Now, the traffickers, these are people that take drugs. These are guys that are named D-Money, Smoothie, Shifty, uh, these type of guys. They come from Connecticut, New York. They come up here, they sell their heroin, then they go back home. Incidentally, half the time they impregnate a young white girl before they leave, which is a real sad thing because then we have another issue that we've got to deal with down the road. We're going to make him very severe felonies. So he's denying that he's a racist now after that. He, he To him, he's a normal person. Okay, just to be clear, this is actually an, uh, an old news. Uh, one, it's old news. And two, yes, he does like he does not like being called a racist. <laughs> but he said that the drug dealers are going to mix, are having <laughs> sex with the drug dealers are coming in, sweet daddy and sugar Holy bear shit. and saltine Jackson are coming in. They're selling their heroin, and like uh-huh. he's talking so matter factly, like this is just uh-huh. common knowledge, and uh-huh. they're having sex with white women, which. By the way, that's the porn he watches. <laughs> a little white girl. <laughs> They're fucking the white girls. And, uh-huh. and, and, and then my favorite line in all of it, and it's a throwaway line, is, and we're going to have to deal with that later on. It's like, what, what do you mean? What are we dealing with? Excuse me? Can we rewind, Mr. LePage? <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> oh, I got a burlap sack. We're going to have to put those puppies in a river. <laughs> What are you talking about? Are you talking about biracial children? We're going to have to deal with those later? Holy shit. Not the kids. It's white women with, with colored kids. Pushing carriage with them. He's a, he's a, he's a character. The only, way, the only way that could be more redneck is if the generally jumped over his head. Like, just, just the generally jumped over his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those two boys are at it again. Hey, by the way, back in the days, I used to think that the, the car jumped because of the yeah. <laughs> Everyone that did. Part. They built okay. A, it <laughs> they built ramps everywhere. The South was the South was known for its uh, iced tea and ramps behind bushes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Every bush had a ramp. Hey, um, uh, two things. So one, one thing that came to mind, right? I was actually gonna um, because we went all over the place. Okay, if okay, first question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you rule the world, how would you deal with races? How would I deal with race? Then again, you gave that that beautiful explanation at the beginning. Yeah, racist clans, man. How would I deal with racists? It would depend on the type of races. Like, it's mm-hmm. like if this was just like an old harmless man with no power. Right. It would be just entertaining and like, okay, and, be racist yeah. as you want to be. Yeah. The yeah, problem is, is he has power, right? Like he's. Exactly. And then the other problem is that he's given them a $176 million deficit. Like, I mean, um, uh, not deficit, but you know, I'm bad at this type of stuff, but you know, a surplus. And it's just like, how do you vote someone like that out? Like, how do you I, convince anybody? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, yeah. if I, if I was sorry to get back to your question, if I, ran the world i don't know how how would you how would you like i would have to run the world from way back when bro public hang i'm fucking i'm straight up public hang <laughs> so you you're guillotines <laughs> guillotines. <laughs> guillotines everybody yeah you know what i mean okay if flip a coin i'm gonna say hey yo uh you flip a coin and you die either you die by a public hanging or the guillotine i don't want to die by either oh, you're wasting time buddy yeah fine i'll pick <laughs> so yeah uh, or this, or you could like uh, what you do what you could do is because you clearly are going to authoritarian quick fascist <laughs> authoritarian what you could do instead of killing them yeah because because he is useful on some level because he but he knows how to save people money uh, taxpayers money so this is okay I love that you point out the authoritarian part sorry okay. so so what you do is like you put a camera on his laptop or whatever without him knowing and okay. but let him know that we know all your dirty secrets so if you if you go out and start pushing platforms that that promote racism 
uh-huh. will expose that you jerk off to uh, uh, those the dad that has to watch his daughter get fucked by the black guy porn. <laughs> you, you, you have a subscription to black.com. Black.com. <laughs> it's just, I, oh, the hate, the hate makes me come. <laughs> I once, I'm sorry, this is off topic too. My friend, my friend's a porn director and I once had to. Um, what? You tell me this now? Sorry, keep going. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, so I had to. I did like I used to do. He had this channel. And I used to uh, review porn, but he never took any reviews because the first one he gave me was like this gang, like a, a, it was like something in the hood. It was like a gang what? bang. You telling me this now? Yeah. So, and Jesus so Christ. all of all of this, sh- I couldn't keep my militant shit out of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just, I'm trying to destroy white supremacy one porn at a time. <laughs> I just couldn't keep, yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you were talking about, yeah, uh, uh, blackmailing, whatever. Okay, the, 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 the reason where I was going with this is that, okay, realizing that because we live in a world of white supremacy, mm-hmm. of, uh, 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 in the racist society that we live in, yeah. a racist person can come out Say racist shit, do racist shit, and come back with that wasn't racist. Yes, it be, you know because because we we've been gaslit this whole time. So there's always de- uh, plausible deniability. We had a debate today online where a guy, someone was saying that you know systemic racism doesn't exist, and 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 then the burden of proof is like on you, and you're like, well, what the fuck am I like? I got to prove it. And and that person could just say, well, no, that doesn't prove anything. And then you're in this, Uh, you're in this minutia and this, like just this, this heavy thing where you're like, no, I know it's true. And and they're like, no, no, I don't think it's true. And, and and the world will back up his point of view. Like you said, it'll always back up that point of view because like, Uh yeah, nobody wants things to be bad. Right. No one wants to be bad, look bad and and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, uh, the denial. It's easier to just hey, let's just blame the people who keep talking about racism. Exactly, bringing it up. But like, like, to like dealing with it. Like, what's her name? Said Robin D'Angelo. The Dean. Is that her name? She she invented what, the phrase "white fragility." A white woman. Oh okay. Yeah, she 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 did all the yeah she did all the um, she was the one that did like she used to do seminars at offices and she would talk about how like, they talk about white fragility and you know every once in a while some white woman would run to her desk and all the coworkers were like just because she's crying and all the coworkers are like oh there's a great clip of Naomi Campbell online I watched recently where she's like she tells off this white model who's like finally just okay I I, I have to go <laughs> she goes off and cries. <laughs> But yeah, it's it, it, it's complete white. It's always right for agility because there's no reason to react to that. If you're not racist, there's no reason to react that way. It's just like, well, you know, I this is my record. This is or or let's sit down and talk about it. Or hey, maybe I did came come off. I'm not good at this stuff. Let's yeah. talk about it. There's like there's if you look at it as an action and not a person and not a, if they if people weren't so binary with their fucking with the puritanical uh you know good and bad bullshit they could sit down and talk about it but no these they know they're racist they know they have racist tendencies inside of them and they they, they don't they I've, I've always said that I'm doing an episode of we're going to do an episode of this uh on the podcast but white people need to talk about racism at home like, oh, like yeah, yeah I'm, I have this joke now I'm working on where I'm like we used to it was like that was like our family game night was talking racism <laughs> you know what I mean we have yeah. dinner and then we go play you know a uh, uh, white supremacist clue that's <laughs> that's what we do <laughs> that's it should be a normal fucking thing but we it's not real monopoly yeah we play real monopoly and uh, no free parking <laughs> no free parking for anybody yeah and jail again what the fuck <laughs> it's all jail it's all jail and then uh, you know some dollar dollar mar- money marts holy shit yeah, yeah. man um, uh, what was I gonna say King of- yeah so my big thing is the fact that um, so here you have this quote unquote effective politician mm-hmm. doing good for his state well, well, okay, doing good for his state, but the problem is he's a public servant, and that's what, that's the thing we've been, uh, been saying um, um, all the time is if you want to be racist, have your church go ahead, you know what I mean, say your racist shit with there, but don't put these people in a position of power. Oh, okay, but they're all in positions of power. But like, let me ask you a question: say, say you're 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 be black, 
<laughs> you live in the suburbs in his town. He's saving you goddamn tax money. Like, you're not a drug dealer, so you don't give a fuck about that shit, right? You live right. in the suburbs. You don't deal drugs. You don't give a fuck. How would right, you right. feel about it? Right, right, right. Um, wait, about the statement or about, yeah, about, about uh, him? Like, uh, yeah, he's so. A piece. So yeah. this brings me to another uh, uh, full thought. What if? What if? Because like I said, I was reading his story, right? Mm-hmm. What if he's that white guy who does the right thing but says the wrong thing? Yeah, like Bernie Sanders. Like Bernie Sanders, but Bernie Sanders doesn't say. Hey, Ber- no, Bernie Sanders is not like that. But Bernie Sanders does say some problematic shit. But like at the same time, Bernie Sanders does the right thing. Does the right thing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would, so, 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 uh, there's the white dude who wants you to prove to him that systematic racism exists, okay, and then there's the white dude who forgets, hey, don't refer to me as boy, right, but he, he's fighting about, he, he's actually doing something about systematic racism, like, he's on the, ver- I don't know, he's passing bills, he's punching clan man. No, I'm sorry, if he knows something about systemic racism, he's not calling you boy. <laughs> because you can't separate the two because like this is this is the thing that conversation we had with when the dude called me boy he's like oh I didn't realize and it's like <laughs> yeah because you meant it as a derogatory thing but uh-huh. now that race is involved a whole new context comes into play because uh-huh. the word boy was used as an instrument to uphold apartheid like it's like yeah, yeah. if you understand systemic racism you wouldn't use that word uh-huh. so I like I want to give context. Uh, okay. Not the whole story, but you know, it's just uh, <laughs> white dude gets a, 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 a discussion about race, um, and uh, you know, this some t- so basically he 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 did the the usual all lives matter yeah. uh, argument with us, right? And in the process of doing that, <laughs> okay, all lives matter. And I said, uh, hey, can you prove you have some kind of facts or a link to a story yeah, link. That I can read to make your point? And, uh, oh, the fucking lie, he goes, uh, oh, no, he said that to you. And he said, uh, well, you're a smart boy. You can figure that yeah, out yourself. Yeah, 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 which is it's such a condescending comment. What the fuck? Yeah. We're in the middle of a discussion about race. Yeah. And you're going to throw in the word boy. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. I'm such an intelligent man. I don't. <laughs> you know, you know it, what's funny is, is, is how we're talking about this is, I look cool online, but behind this keyboard, I wanted to reach through the screen and fucking choke him. And, you know, and fucking machete slap and shit like that. Dude, I'm on line with... Okay, okay, so this B-Black gets uh, gets um, LePage, and you have him as a governor. How are you feeling? And, and you're upper, and you're middle class. You're middle to upper uh, upper middle class. And you got a good job, and your property taxes are low, and, and things are good, doing good in your neighborhood. There's jobs coming or whatever. He's he's got yeah. a he's he's got a surplus of 176 million dollars. Before it yeah. was shit, but now it's like, oh, we got money. How got do you money. feel? How do I feel? I'm like, hey, good job, good job. Would I vote for him again? And after he said that, uh, then they're gonna impregnate well, all these white girls. Like, fuck. Well, clearly he doesn't care if you vote for him. Can't win them all, can I? <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't care if you vote for him because he's not. You say shit like that, you don't give a fuck if a black people are voting for you. <laughs> well, the, there's the initial clip. He takes a. You can't call him racist. Yeah. If I, if I told him, hey, that's some racist shit you said. That's all the shit I've done for you and your people. Oh. <laughs> hey, that sounds pretty racist. What the fuck? <laughs> After all the shit I've done for you and your people. I thought about taking a bullet for Martin Luther King. I thought about it. Two weeks ago, I thought, you know, if I was there, I might take a bullet for that man. Whatever that, whatever that uh, uppity Negro's name is. I'm saying the centrist versus the racist. That's, I'll take the racist over the centrist. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you too. I take this racist over the centrist because the centrist is going to agree with the racist. No matter the centrist, is, the centrist argues the racist point. Exactly. Like, a, like a racist will, will come out and say, "Oh, yeah, no, the reason why you guys do crime is because we're you're genetically inferior." I can deal with that. At least you're being fucking honest with your shit. The centrist like his nose. The police stats just show, and, blah, blah, blah. and then you're like, "Okay, but what does that lead to?" But it's. The, the racists don't give a fuck. And, you know, no, we are better than you, genetically. 
Yo, actually, I remember. You know who he reminds me of? I actually had a boss like this guy, and he had a and his English accent was way thicker than this guy uh, than, than this dude. Yeah. But homeboy, uh, one day he was, you know, he was talking about how he's renewing my contract and saying, "Don't worry, your position's gonna change." He goes. Uh, I, her, I, goes, I want to say something, but I'm not supposed to say it. Uh, you know, uh, part of my hair was like, well, don't fucking say it. But uh, uh, it's a Quebec expression. It says, you're not going to be anyone's nigger. <laughs> what? Yeah, so there's a... He said there's that? A, there's a French-Canadian expression in French. It's meaning I'm not your nigger, means I'm not your slave. Yeah, he said that. What is with the racism in Jesus Christ, French? Gavin, you just, you just made the point, right? He said that right after he told me, we're redoing your contract. Fuck. He got me. The man got me. Yeah, he, he got you. It's like, oh, well, I guess you're not going to be the slave. Uh, what the fuck is with the French? What is with the French? Bro, they like, they, they, I guess... They're, they're not, not into, into that. Pol- you know, I can't, okay, I can't come. But I'm on, my, here's the theory: they're not really into politeness. They're just, uh, well, what I say, well, what it's offensive. I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a little bit like you were saying on um, being nice and being mean. And the French don't care about being. They don't give a shit. <laughs> like, they don't give a shit. Why the fuck would an employee employer say that to an employee? Because he's an old fart who doesn't know yeah. fucking thing well, too many. Everyone hates old white dudes. Why? Why? I actually want to make a bit about that. And uh, you know, like, hey, here's your own. What the fuck? Watch your mouth. Oh, sorry. Excuse. 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 I'm not going to be your nigga. Hey, Is that better? I'm gonna end. Anyway. I'm gonna end on that one. I think that was. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't even notice. <laughs>